Hey everybody, welcome to the Die Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Maserati Mark. And this week on the Die Comedy Podcast, we're going to go over a whole lot of things going on in the world. Donald Trump doing his craziness. Movie reboots. Who the hell needs them? Who the hell wants to know about them? But all that and more. And also, we got an interview with Mr. Freddie Ramirez this week on the Die Comedy Podcast. And welcome one and all to another exciting edition of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Maserati Mark. And we're here live in the basement of Beltsville. And I'm joined, as always, by my boy Joey LaFaro. Joe, say what's up to the people. What is? Also, we're joined by assistant, associate producer, and intern extraordinaire, Blue. Blue, say hello. Hello. And this week we have a special guest in the building, the silent chef himself, David Carlisle. Hey, hey, what's going on? Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. We are about to have a blast in the building today yeah. because it is the Dot Comedy family, and we are going to have some fun. Dave's that dude about to bring you food in the truck. <laughs> you know it. You know it, baby. Oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. Folks, and welcome again. This is my jam. I'm, you know what? New dot comedy theme song. I have decided this will be our dot comedy theme song. No. Nah. I, the associate, the assistant producer can't tell the executive producer. No. That's the assistant <laughs> producer and the assistant associate producer. <laughs> the assistant to the associate producer can also veto. The executive producer says that's nonsense. <laughs> Um, the assistant, the executive producer, can also can also vote and say you have no. no. You have no veto power. Shut the fuck up. I can vote veto. <laughs> you vote veto, but you that have no veto power. That's not how vetoes work. <laughs> I can vote no. No. Yeah, that's it. It's not veto. Yeah, just like veto is when the president says, <laughs> "Fuck the vote. We're not doing that." <laughs> your your which, vote matters as much as the Brexit. Which is that? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, oh man. But things going on in the world today of that comedy because this week that comedy was all over the motherfucking place traveling traveling having fun doing shit that uh normal people just don't do hitting the road uh friday august all the way up last week yep friday august 5th uh, that comedy was in parkville for the first time for the first time we the last time invaded baltimore slightly north we were Parkville. Little, we, Parkville. We, Parkville. We were wide right, <laughs> but we invaded Parkville. Uh, the Die Comedy team was up there. Mr. Jesse Rivas, Miss Candace August, and, and our fearless leader himself, Mr. Joey LaFaro, uh, were joined. <laughs> jackass. Had to punctuate it. We're joined I'm by Mr. Yeah. Mr. Brian Lee, former guest of the Die Comedy Podcast. Shout out to Brian Lee, Brian Lee Entertainment. I don't think that's his company. What's his Cerebral punishment. Cerebral punishment. Cerebral punishment. Cerebral-punishment.com. Yes. So, uh, again, we're going to shout out to all those fun people who came out and uh, had fun with us. Uh, I remember the promotion properly. (laughs) Yes. Uh, who came out and, uh, and celebrated with us because, again, it was the the, uh, first reunion show of that, that comedy team. 
Um, we had fun. We had a blast. It was a man. good, good night. It was a great night. Um, and Monday, this past Monday, as as I am every second and fourth Monday of the month, I was in the building at Fire Station One or Mr. Alex Starr. Uh, doing my DJ thing because DJ Maserati Mark is a working DJ. Do not forget it. Do not make mistakes about it. He does work. Dropping a meteor. <laughs> oh man! But again, we had we had so much fun this week. Uh, we also did a scaring Marcus Brown with his air horn. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we also Joey had a show on Wednesday this That's week. Right. Uh, it was at um, Beer Baron. Yes. I was part of a. You're part of a collective. I was part of an event. I don't know <laughs> if I would call it a show. Uh, it was. It was interesting. Let's night. not talk about that. It was an interesting that, that night was, of that comedy. That was weird. It was an interesting night of comedy. Um, and then uh, we played spades most of the week. Uh, <laughs> working lately, uh, just trying to get things motivated and keep our keep Lots our spirits of cards. up. Lots of cards. Lots of cards. <laughs> Lots of cards against humanity. So we're passing time on a yeah. boat. <laughs> Oh man, but we did have fun this week. I had a blast. I know I know Joey had a blast as well as Blue for the time he was with us. Um but again, we had fun and that's all it takes for dot comedy cuz dot wherever dot comedy goes, that's where fun goes. Uh we are looking into expanding the dot comedy brand a little bit in the ne- in the upcoming months and weeks. Uh we will be seeing what's going on behind a couple closed doors. Dot comedy may be coming to a neighborhood near you. Possibly, isn't that correct, Joey? What? I, hate, I hate you so much. Listen to the game show. Listen to the show as you are a part of it. That comedy may be coming to a neighborhood near you. Isn't that right, Joe? I, you're getting ahead of yourself. <laughs> I said may. That's that's not to tease an- people. No, you don't want to tease them? You don't like Hooters, so don't. <laughs> you're being Hooters right now. Yeah, I'm being Hooters right now. I'm going to be Millstream. I'm showing people the tits. No. <laughs> <laughs> that comedy they're, is they're folding. Not under, <laughs> it's not under contract yet. <laughs> We uh, can't take the tops off. All right, all right, all right. Keep them right. under wraps until the contract is a waiver signed. Got to sign the waiver, otherwise lawsuits. <laughs> yeah, can't let yeah. them on stage without a waiver. Oh man, you, you can't you can't whip it out outside, yeah, without permission, or else you get arrested. Clubs are you going to? <laughs> Blue blue strip clubs are all outdoors and they're men. <laughs> Just a bunch of men with their dicks swinging in the air. It's a, it's a continuous, continuous. Uh, what is that? Dancing bear fest. Welcome for to blue. Baja Beach Bear Fest. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! But again, we had a blast. Now coming week. to the stage, Stringer, <laughs> hanging out with Mr. Alex Starr, uh, Brock Whee! Snyder. Uh, uh, Candace August, all the fun people who came out of Fire Station One. Um, Jesus Christ, uh, Sid Vicious was the host at Fire Station One this uh, past Monday. Um, had, had shout out to Sid Vicious, uh, the wrestler, not Sid Vicious, the wrestler. Sid Vicious, wait. the local DC comedian. Oh, okay. I was like, wait, I thought he was dead. <laughs> no, Sid Vicious, and that Sid Vicious isn't dead either. <laughs> the wrestler Sid Vicious. Isn't no, I'm dead thinking. Either. I'm thinking. The, I'm thinking the, the punk g- rocker Sid Vicious. Yeah, Jesus the guy Christ. from. There's so many dudes exactly named Sid Vicious that are not comedians. They all think it sounds good. It's all because they, oh man, that's got a great ring to it. Yeah, because someone else thought of it first. <laughs> right, because the guy from the guy from the Sex Pistols thought of it first. Dave, what'd you get into this week? You're a part of the Doc Comedy team family. You're, 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 a, you're a member. Did you did you rock our the shirt we gave you to any runs this week? Of course. That you know, get the Doc Comedy food truck ready. <laughs> yes, the Doc Comedy food truck may be pulling up to a. 
a work park near you sometime in the near distant future. We got wigs and things. <laughs> just ambush you with stand up and fried chicken. Just fried chicken and stand up. That's what we're coming with. We're taking over parks. We're taking over rec centers. We're taking over your mama house. Hide your kids. Hide your kids. Hide your wife. Dot comedy is coming to fucking town. Taking over random parking garages. <laughs> Oh man, oh man! But this, we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a quick break here on the Dot Comedy Podcast, and we're gonna have an interview with Mr. Freddie Ramirez again. Freddie Ramirez, one of the local DC comics who we are a fan of. He is a friend to Dot Comedy, and we're gonna hang out with him in a bit. Right that right here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And we're back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Margus. And as always, we want to thank you for coming back with us here on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Joined by Joey LaFaro. Joe, say what's up to the people. You know. And we're also joined by Assistant Associate Producer Blue. What's going on? And also this segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast, which is brought to you by every every first Monday of the month at Recessions Lounge, Washington, D.C. Is that what it's brought to you by? I don't think it's going to be recessions anymore. They're, That's not? No. It, I just actually got a message from Candace the other day. Uh, it's not at recessions. Uh, it's going to be at another location. I well, actually have to pull it up. Well, in the meantime, don't, don't pull it up. Catch not the there. sounds of DJ Marcus every second, <laughs> every fourth, Monday second and fourth Monday at Fire Station 1 yes. till the spring. Yes. Every second and fourth Monday at Fire Station 1 with Starstruck Productions. Having a blast as always, my boy Alex Starr. But we are joined this time by Mr. Freddie Ramirez, the funniest man on five wheels in D.C. Freddie, how you doing, sir? Oh, man. Yeah, we're, we're going to have a quick interview with Mr. Freddie Ramirez, as we told you earlier in the show. Uh, this week on the Dot County Podcast. And Mr. Freddie Ramirez is one of our favorites and a friend to Dot Comedy. And we've always enjoyed his bit of his brand of comedy, as it were. And who the hell knows what happened? Who the hell knows what happened to uh, recessions? Maybe it did. Oh, it's going to be a dirty martini. Oh, well, Monday, good. September twelfth. I don't care. That's her check, her checks don't clear. I don't. I don't want to talk about her anymore. <laughs> you know what I want to talk about? I want to talk about Freddie Ramirez. Freddie, how you doing, sir? I'm doing good, guys. How about you guys? How's everybody out there in uh, that comedy land? Oh, we're doing great. You're we're good. doing great, man. Um, what was the when Freddie? Did Freddie ever come to uh, Splash? I believe you, you came to Splash Lounge. You did Splash Freddy? Lounge. No, you never came no. to Splash. Oh, like Splash Lounge? Yeah, I was at Splash. I think I did Splash like what, like three times before they closed down. Yeah, it was. It was, like he was a few times. It wasn't a lot, but mm-hmm. he came to Splash a few times. But yeah. I was, trying to, I was trying to think back on the first time I, we, that we uh, met Freddie Ramirez. Yeah, it would have been and a it, splash. it was a Splash Lounge, yeah. All right, so Freddie's been around yeah. with the dot com. I don't remember meeting Lafaro, actually. And, there, and on the record, because we're live, giving you permission to harass me for the next, like, 15, 16 minutes. So bombard me with whatever the hell you consider is inappropriate. So go nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I vaguely remember that. Did you, Freddie, I can't oh. remember. Did you ever do uh, Potomac Grill at all? Um, actually, off the top of my head, I can name all the places I've ever performed, especially with you guys. Um, 
Tap House, tap house Tavern, uh, Splash Lounge, Fire Station 1 for about like two, three months, RFD and Ass Load of Times, uh, then a couple of places in DuPont Circle, and then that's about it. Okay. As well as Union Jacks in Bethesda. Oh, yeah, Union Jacks as well, yeah. I, yeah. I had quite a history of Union Jacks. <laughs> yes. Gone and forgotten. Yeah. Like, not even. <laughs> I think I think Union Jacks is where the champion brothers almost killed Freddie Ramirez. Well, those oh, well, oh no! Or was that? Or was that at Jose's grill? No, it was the. It was there. <laughs> I think, I I think Freddie almost died numerous times at the hands of the the champion. Freddie, what's the what's the over under on well, the number no, of times? Well, no, actually, one of them. You know what? Labaro was never charged with attempted murder. <laughs> Joey almost dropped me too. I, there was one time because uh, I didn't I, I didn't correct properly. There was. Because I, I was lifting, and the, uh-huh. the the back of the you actually the way that the weight of the of the chair was distributed. For those who don't know, uh, Freddie uh, is uh, wheelchair bound, so yes. <laughs> <laughs> wonder what we're talking about. <laughs> um, so it you know certain venues are uh, less conducive, and other certain venues, uh, you know, like Union Jack, where there's a stage, needs a little help getting onto the stage because yeah. they're not wheelchair accessible. So we would right. have to, you know, find some of the larger comedians and lift him up onto the stage. So I went to one time. I remember the one time I, I screwed up was I went to go lift him and I got the the wheel because that's where the one piece of the base was. And I lifted by the handle in the back. The problem with that is the his chair is very front heavy. Yes. So you actually have yep. to, to use the, the the handle to push down to keep him in the chair. <laughs> and I didn't think about that. I was just thinking, okay, I got two two points of contact. Lift. <laughs> nope. Nope. That's not how that works. You lifted with one arm. I, <laughs> you know, it's, uh, I you know, and Joey felt so shitty. And I'm sorry to cut you off. Joey felt so shitty that night. Yeah. And I don't know how many times I tried to find you, Joey, because I wanted to talk to him. Like, dude. Do not sweat it, okay? Because I've I've almost been knocked off of steeper inclinations. I've almost, dude, I've been tipped off the sidewalks. I've, you know, fallen off stages. And in fact, this past uh, couple of weeks ago at RFD, this past Thursday night, um, I almost got dropped again. They pulled oh a Lafaro again. <laughs> oh no! Oh, it's called pulling yeah, a Lafaro. There was like six people. And they were like, all right, we got this. We got this. We're gonna lift you up. No problem. You know, six people, one guy in a wheelchair. What can go wrong, right? <laughs> so, so, so this time the handle had padding, so there's no bullshit excuse. Well, the handle didn't have padding in my hand. <laughs> um, long story short, well, two people grabbed me by my brakes, two people grabbed me by my front, and one person grabbed me by the back. The guy from the front must have thought the same thing Joey thought. This is going to be easy. Nope. It's just a fort filled and like somebody's holding me with their bare hand, like staring into my chest trying to hold me back. And I'm yelling, like, holy shit, I'm gonna die, my legs are dangling, I feel everything. Wow. And like but the audience thought it was part of my act. <laughs> it's the guy in the wheelchair hanging on for dear life. I mean, if you got six people trying try to do that, that's a that's a comedy of it in and of itself. Yeah. The, the, the comedy exactly. of errors. Now, now the reason I was so mortified when that happened is I had successfully helped him get on stage numerous times before. Yeah, this wasn't the first time. Yep. 
So that's why I was like, it was absurd to me that uh, that that I was so upset at myself because like I knew better. But oh my goodness! But but Freddie, um, how long how long have you been doing comedy in the DMV, Freddie? Um, last week actually marked three years. Three years that I started taking it seriously and doing it the way you guys do. Wow! So last week officially marked three years. I did it for the very first time in 2012 for uh, Kurt Shackelford, but I must have sucked so bad that I got discouraged and he never wanted to call me back. And I think one fellow comedian was like, if Kurt thinks you suck, then, you know, if Kurt doesn't like you, then Kurt doesn't like you, it's going to be hard for you to get booked for more shows. I'm going to say so this. I quit. <laughs> yeah, so I quit, and then... Yeah, August of 2013 is, is when I started back up, and and, uh, and I've been doing it ever since. Awesome. I'm going to say this. Kurt Shackelford's a bitch. Don't let his opinion <laughs> of you affect what you do. Go out there and be a daring comedian. You keep hurling those jokes because uh, I, I did the same thing back in the day, and I've learned that his opinion doesn't mean shit. Uh, and he likes to cry right. when he doesn't get Best of Bethesda magazine. Oh, Jesus Christ, Joey. Uh, really? really? Oh, I'm digging it in. <laughs> I got nothing to lose. Let's yeah, go. We, we don't have a room to lose. Let's go. No. I'll, never, I'll set fire to shit. I don't care. Me. I'm going to I want to say that, and then I will go on his stage because he doesn't listen to the show, and then I will dominate, and then I'll, I'll have, you know, <laughs> please, please, please the king. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, man! So who who are some of your uh, comedic inspirations? Because I listen, I listen to your sets whenever. Fre- whenever Freddie's going to come with me. We're going to do it together. You're going to double team. We're going to double team. Uh, me and Lafaro need to do a set together because you know, no offense to him, but I've always wanted to say this to Joey. Joey is the only comedian out of that team. I call it the you know the dream team, if you will, the DC dream team. Joey's the only comedian who has never made a joke about me. He's never gone on me. Like, is Joey afraid or is Joey just think he's gonna he got that one golden joke that I'm never gonna want to fuck with him again. <laughs> I just don't fuck with people in general. That's just yeah. not my mode. Yeah. His 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 okay. comedy is less is less uh joning. His is more okay, of okay. his <laughs> is, his is more of here's my fucked up day. I think that's where that's where Joey's yeah. comedy lies. Now I may have another persona that would yeah. <laughs> right. Because, like, not for nothing, because even Jason Brand has gone on me once and twice. I'm like, where's Joey? I don't. Like, I'm waiting. I, I, I play I'm the. For it. I play the politics. Yeah. Joey yeah. plays politics. Yeah, jo- Joey, Joey doesn't like offending people. I don't mind offending people. Except on the podcast. I'll say what the fuck I want. Yeah, it's your podcast. <laughs> it's your podcast. Yeah, go ahead and say that what you want. I'm looking for. <laughs> um, comedic inspiration. Um,. First of all, I want to say that every uh, every stereotype about people in wheelchairs and Hispanics is extremely true, especially <laughs> with me because I I eat, sleep, and breathe every stereotype in the book. Um, so in that regard, my influences are George Lopez. Okay. Uh, because he has such a beautiful representation of our people, <laughs> even though I'm not Mexican. Um, so it would be George Lopez, Freddie Prince Sr. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of him. Yeah, yes. I've heard of him. Um, yeah, Freddie Prince Sr. Uh, Dave Chappelle. So those three men are are the biggest reasons why I, I decided to get into comedy. 
Like that's, that's a, a really that's an eclectic group. Yeah, that's a very very interesting combination of people. But again, I can see it. I can see it in how, in his style because he because uh the way he the way he presents when he's on stage. Mm-hmm. What, what are you looking at blue for? Huh? I was looking over you, at you because you were talking. You know, you, it looked like you were looking at Blue, like I, well, Blue did something stupid. Again. No, I looked God over at you, and, and he was flipping his headset over, so of course <laughs> it took my attention away. That's, like, that's always the fucking case. Um, but, <laughs> so, Freddie, anything, what's going on with you now? man? I mean, Dot Comedy doesn't have any rooms going right now, and we, we're trying to figure our, figure our next moves out. You don't know, maybe in the future you may hear of a Dot Comedy room popping up in a neighborhood near you. But um, what's going well, on with Freddie? Right. Um, well, let me give you guys a little bit of advice. There is an untapped room uh, that I've been pitching to you guys, and I've been pitching to everybody around Dot Comedy and, and Austin Thursday. Uh, uh, what is it called? Oh, Old Dominion Brew House in Highest Point. Okay. It's a restaurant, and it has a back room that is big enough to host comedy, and you can seat maybe about 20 or 30 people. It's in, in Hyattsville? Yeah, you I just piqued my interest. Okay. Yeah. Old Dominion, Old Dominion Old Brew House? Dominion, it's Old Dominion Brew House in, in, uh, in Hyattsville. Okay. That's, 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 that's like next right to down the, the road. Yeah, it's down the street. That's next to our corporate offices. Like it, uh, old. That's old. interesting because Old Dominion is like a Virginia it's thing. It's Virginia, yeah. Yeah. So what are they? What yeah, are they yeah, yeah. Old, old Dominion Brew House right there in Hyattsville. And it's like. Like I said, it's at the bar, it's restaurant style, and then, like I said, in the back room, you have that back room where people host parties, they have a DJ every Friday, but that place is virtually deserted Monday through Thursday. Oh, it's okay. over by the mall America at Prince George's. Boulevard. It's by the mall at Prince George's. Oh, PG Plaza. <laughs> <laughs> um, as far as what's That's going why on it's untapped. Freddy, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Nobody wants nice. to go. Is it? Nobody wants to go there. Nice. It's um, next to PG as Plaza. As the white guy from, um, from, uh, man, from Montgomery you know, County. I've been trying to squeeze in as many comedy shows uh, as possible uh, before I go back to class, uh, starting on August 28th. Uh, I'm going to try and uh, finish up my. Uh, my associate's degree in communications. I've been there for seven years now. You know, Joey's been growing a beard longer than I've been in college. <laughs> embarrassing. Hey, um, hey, hey, don't knock yeah, the 10-year plan. <laughs> no, you can knock it. It's definitely <laughs> knockable. Um, <laughs> what, what school are you going to there, Freddie? Uh, Prince George's Community College. Okay. PGC. That's awesome, man. Yeah, Again, and hopefully you, you get to that line. We, we will definitely be uh, – Cheering you on. You know, when I came out of Laurel High School, I said, I'm going to go to PG Community College and figure out what I'm going to do with my life. My mom said, or no. <laughs> so we could have ah. met a lot sooner. Well, no, we wouldn't have. You I, would. I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> Freddie, well, you know what? Going, going to PG is just like doing grade number 13 at Laurel High School. Because that's all, yeah. Yeah. all it is. Our mofos from your high school just grad going on to college. That's you all probably, right. You're probably so the, still so in school with nerd. all my all my high school <laughs> classmates. You probably you're probably in a class with some of his his uh, graduating class. Probably. <laughs> and the sad part about it is, ninety percent of my graduating class is already married with a master's degree. Really? What school would you go to? I'm not lying. <laughs> I went to Eleanor Roosevelt. Oh, Jesus! Oh, of course they are. <laughs> you went to my cousin's school. You went to you went to the school in the in the in the area in PG County that uh, that pretty much overachieves more than PG County itself. 
but you know what? I got in on a technicality because I was supposed to go to Duval. And then they were like, uh, well, this campus, I mean, they blatantly told my mom to her face. This campus does not have a handicapped accessible ramp for your son to get around anywhere. So the best thing he can do is send his file to, to, to Eleanor Roosevelt. So you got a dumbass getting into the most prestigious school <laughs> in PG County. Hey. Oh, my goodness. Get in where you fit in. Yeah. <laughs> and, hey, you're better off. Yeah. Duval, we all know, is full of bitches. Um, <laughs> bitch ass motherfuckers. Oh that's, Jesus Christ! So much hatred for your, for your fellow man. I just know that's we we, we had a this kid. Is the Joey I've been dying to see. We had a kid that transferred to Laurel from uh, from Duval. And he was the softest bitch on the team. <laughs> I just remember that. That's my opinion of all. Like, I judge it all off that one guy. That one guy. For some reason, they kept putting him in the game. I don't understand it. <laughs> Probably the coach's kid. Oh, uh, man. Oh, man. Uh, Freddie, again, we are thankful for having you on the podcast this week. Um, it has been a blast, sir. Anything, any, uh, you got a website or any Facebook or Twitter you want want our fans to follow you on? Facebook.com slash deadman09. Or if you don't feel like saying that because it sounds stupid coming out of your mouth. Freddie, come back to Ramirez is the way to go. Okay. Instagram, Twitter, I don't believe in it. Um, <laughs> everybody else, if you want to find me, just um, check out the YouTube. I have YouTube videos up as well. So um, I meant to ask you this, Freddie. Not... I meant to ask you this. When are you going to finish that comeback? Because it's... <laughs> <laughs> You've been coming back for a while. You know, Joey, you know, I'm working on it, but the more I sit down, the more jokes I have. And if I truly wanted to come back, I would wipe it off your girlfriend's face. That would be that party shot. <laughs> jokes on you. I don't have one. Oh, you meant my hand. Damn it. <laughs> oh, man. But thank you again, Freddie Ramirez. It has been a blast as always, sir. And we will see you next it's time. Honor, guys. Can I leave you with one more thing? You sure can, sir. Um, I am uh, I am dying. And when I say dying, I mean I feel like a cancer patient with one day left. I am dying to go to New York with uh, Alex, Joey, and Jesse. We have got to figure out a way to get that done. I feel like, not for nothing, I feel like I've tackled every room that was supposed to set me up for further success. I even did five shows in eight days in Boston on vacation this year. So New York and Baltimore are like the only two sets, like the only two venues that are in my way before I feel like I can call myself uh, a true comedian like you guys. I cannot say that I am among you guys until I do uh, a show in New York and a show in Baltimore. <laughs> okay, I Let's mean. Let's get into that. Yeah, we should look at. Yeah, should look I don't know that. about Jesse. I don't know what his his life plan is. Yeah, J- Jesse doesn't. Jesse doesn't go up to New York as often. But there is there is a New York trip on the horizon. But do you? Because I know that that you know. The, typically, when I go up, I don't know what you know what which show you were looking to do. I usually go up and do the uh, the Broadway Comedy Club show, which is. I wanted to do Broadway. Yeah, I wanted to do Broadway comedy. And again, Joey, if you're worried that I'm going to take a piss in your car, I do carry a jar with me. No. <laughs> I just like you, you. You got you got people because you know it's a bringer show. It's a bringer show. Yeah, there's one person I could probably stick in the back seat to hold the chair. <laughs> you got talk to Alex. Make sure you got your five. But if you got your five, uh, we'll we'll see what we can work out. 
All right, man. All right, man. But All thank right, you. thank you again, Freddie, and we will see you next time, buddy. Uh, thank you guys so much. Have a good night, guys. All, All right. right. Peace, buddy. Night. All right, peace. All right, folks. We're going to take a quick break on the Dot Comedy Podcast, and we will see you in a moment while we pay a couple bills. Peace out. And we are back on the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus, and this segment of the Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by www.dotcomedy.us. Dotcomedy.us, the one place where you can find all the things going on in the world of dot comedy, as well as hiring us. If you need a video event planning, you need a video shot for yourself, you need Photoshop for yourself, you need a DJ, you need a sound engineer, come find dot comedy because dot comedy does it all and we'll do it all for you. And we are back on the dot comedy podcast. I am your host, DJ Marcus. And we want to thank Mr. Freddie Ramirez again for coming on the dot comedy podcast. I am joined by Joey LaFaro. What up? Blue. Hi. And Mr. David Carlisle. Hey, hey. Oh, man. We're we going to get into a couple more things this week, folks, on the Dot Comedy Podcast. The team is here. The team is locked, cocked, and ready to rock. And we are doing things that you don't want us to, want us to do. We're going to we have some fun this week. We're going to have some fun because at the end of the day, fun is what we need. Fun, 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 fun. I don't know why the fuck I'm saying fun so much. Because it's fun. Because it's fun. <laughs> it's fun. My neck is hot. That's Your neck's weird. hot. That's weird. Yeah. That, that is. Blue, stop touching his neck. I'm only... Other side of <laughs> no, you're not. Don't lie. No, you're not. You don't have to lie. We, I know we're on radio, so therefore you don't yeah. think people know what you're doing. You're Stop rubbing right Joey's neck. He doesn't I'm, need that right my now. My arms aren't that long. I can't go. What, like ten feet away? I think I'm having a bad reaction to that Frogert. <laughs> Why'd you get Frogert? You're an idiot. I really. <laughs> God. Jesus Christ! Oh, banana man. Frogert again? Why would I get banana Frogert? I don't know. This never happened. Things going on in the world. Movie reboots. Now, the th- this thing comes around every couple years where they take a good movie premise and they recycle it and say, you know what? We're going to we're going to start all over again. Uh, it was been done with uh, what was it? Uh, Spider-Man. Twice. Uh, Batman. Spider-Man was done was only once. Yeah, they only rebooted well, it they're reboot, once. Well, they're rebooting it again. Well, yeah. Now, <laughs> for the new Marvel Cinematic World well, Universe. There's a couple things going on with that. That one's a little bit different because the only, thing, the only, reason, only reason that's happening is because of Sony uh, getting hacked and Marvel Studios <laughs> being a thing. Outside of that, you, you, they probably would have just done it the one time. Um, the mm-hmm. uh, Because... The first one, you, you, after that third one, you had to. If you want to keep, yeah. there's no way to make a sequel off of that. Yeah, continue. You, you, you couldn't to, do it. You couldn't do it. You couldn't continue you after that first to, that Spider-Man. third Tobey Maguire movie. And I, to, to their credit, the Amazing Spider-Man they did really well with the first one. But yeah, the first one was great. Shit went off the rails. <laughs> the second one was that Paul, the one. Those those Paul were the ones Giamatti with, as the Rhino. <laughs> oh, these were the ones with Andrew Garfield that I didn't see. Yeah. See the first one. Andrew Garfield was a good, very good uh, Spider-Man. Yeah, he was. In the first one. But again, I but, mean, but rebooting movies is... The new guy is killing it. So. Yeah, he's freaking awesome. He's pretty good. Rebooting movies is as, uh, as normal as taking a shit nowadays because they're just taking movies and 
the old is now new again. Uh, ben Hur did see a preview for that. Yeah, they found they're they out went, of ideas. They went and got God and had him performing as a slave in the movie. Uh, God being Morgan Freeman, because I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying every day, much like every other Christian in the world, that we'll get to those pearly gates and Morgan Freeman's voice will come from the clouds and say, "Welcome, my son. I am happy to see you." <laughs> that's my, that's my, that's my hope. That's my hope and dream. Is that I will get to those pearly gates and, and Morgan Freeman will we- will welcome me into the gates of heaven because his voice is so soothing and happy. It's and, getting and, a little over licensed though. Yeah, a little using it way too fucking much. They're trying to use yeah. it for dumb shit. It's going to cheapen it. Yeah, that that happens. That, that happens a lot, especially with uh, something as as great as that. Uh, the reboot of uh, Ghostbusters, which we spoke about uh, previously on the Only Die Comedy podcast, uh, which I still haven't seen, and I'm, and I'm still protesting going to see. Why? Uh, again, why? Man, it's a bunch of women, Marcus. No, man bashing is not my way, my cup of tea. It's not man bashing. It wasn't it's, man bashing. They didn't man bash. Says the two homosexual close men that I know. What? Yeah, you're homosexual, like. What? No, Blue's gay. You're homosexual, like. I am not gay. <laughs> then why are you rubbing Joey's back? <laughs> I was not rubbing Joey's back. It was my neck. Oh yeah, so, back. Or same thing. Joey's neck. But again, I was neither touching his neck nor his back. But again, what would what to. would be the reason no. to reboot movies? Rebooting movies to me does not serve a general purpose for what we we're trying to do as a, as a culture, which is move fucking forward. Come up with some new ideas. You know what that comedy did, Joey? We didn't reboot. We could have done this. We could have done this numerous times during the time we were sitting there. We could have rebooted classic films like, uh, what was it? Uh, Casablanca? Ca- no. Why I was just going. We'll throw that the fuck out there at a heartbeat. I'm gonna, we could have rebooted I'm Gonna Get You Sucker. We could have rebooted Shaft. We could. They did reboot Shaft. Wait a minute. They did do that. They yeah. did that already. So fuck that idea. We could have rebooted the Mod Squad, which they did again. Yes, they did. We could have rebooted Twenty One Jump Street. Oh wait, they did that already. We could have rebooted every fucking movie. Robocop. That they, you know what that comedy did? We wrote well, our own do- original movie, and it will be coming to a theater near you sometime in the near distant future. Near distant future. <laughs> yes. My thing is this: I think I think there are certain certain situations where a reboot is warranted, like. If a movie was made before the technology was really there to give it the uh, effects it needed or the effects it deserved, then I you know give it you know reboot it by you know let's see if we can make it make it uh, you know give it give it that that aspect because like I feel like you can lose some of what the you know great actors were doing in the fact that they were you know the, the, you have these great performances and then you have these really these claymation shots. Of monsters, <laughs> like, oh yeah, that are so silly in, in in comparison, it makes it almost unwatchable. Yeah, today. So, um, I think but I mean the thing I, is, I that's do, what makes some movies. That's what makes some movies great but, is but some of the claymation and the and the rudimentary animation. Think of like the old. That makes nothing great. Think of like the old Godzilla movies. Except, except what the Toad and the. Think of like the old Godzilla Those movies. Those are great. They're Those terrible. Great they're great movies. movies. They're horrible. No, they're not. They're, they're great movies. movies. <laughs> they have movies. no plot or premise, they're and movies. they suck. They're movies that every they're time great they're... movies because of what they did for the genre. What they do? They st- it pretty much Godzilla Nothing. pretty much started. Blue's the just monster. glad that the, that there's a thing that some good no. Asian people go. Oh, Godzilla! Like, no, he's just glad Godz- that, that the Godzilla movies pretty much started. 
the he's racist. giant aside from King Kong, it started the which is monster another one's movies. getting rebooted. Well, yeah, well they're doing Kong Island. They, they already did a reboot of King Kong. Okay, hold on, wait, which wait, was wait, complete wait, nonsense. Wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So Blue's explanation for why a reboot of a horrible movie, much like, or not not a horrible movie, a horrible movie in general. Uh, much like King Kong, the original, and Godzilla, first, the original. First of all, King Kong, the original, from like 1936, was like was amazing. Again, Horror Blue movie. is a hipster fucking doofus. No, it's because, You're first of all, my second, jo- my, my, my second job was at a movie store. So that I'm, doesn't give you any more that you watch have a no blockbuster. More it gives you no. Yes, I worked at a blockbuster. That's the worst. You know, you know why that makes you less. You know why that makes you less. You know why that makes you less of a. Two years. Less of a movie fan than you think, Blue. What? Blockbuster's out of business. Well, yeah, because they didn't they didn't move on with the fucking times. They, they chose poor, as from like the Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade in the uh, Holy Grail scene. They chose poorly. What they they didn't choose poorly. They were moving in a direction of what movies were becoming, which was DVDs. No. They had their own. They had digital formats. They did have the they had the red box format, which. Redbox t- is a fucking well, they, they monopoly had, on they that. Had, they, had, they, they didn't go with Redbox. They didn't. Netflix. They were trying to compete with Netflix, oh, they, Netflix and Lost. Netflix, Netflix the actually. Game, they got to the Netflix game too late. Offered right. to uh, sell to Blockbuster before they went out of business. Netflix offered to sell, but, Block, but Blockbuster said, oh, that's a passing fad. Never, not knowing. Now look where Blockbuster Because uh, Blockbuster and Chill was not a good night. Well, here's yeah. the thing. <laughs> Here's the thing, I, you know, Blockbuster, what, I thought Netflix was the passing fed, too, because I oh, hated, so did I. I. At first, I thought the whole idea of the DVD by mail thing seemed stupid. I got to decide what I want to watch at the end of the week now, so I can, you know, instead of being able to go get what I want on demand. Now, as soon as on demand happened, yeah. that's when it, that's it was w- that's when the fan. Th- exactly. As soon as you could stream stuff, it was over. Yeah. As, so- as soon as broadband streaming took off, Blockbuster was as good as dead. But until then, it was I want. I still want to go pick out what I want at that very moment and watch it. That does it again. But we're getting off topic here. So, but the reason the reason that reboots, your argument against reboots is my argument against reboots watch the originals because they're great. Like no, most not. most of the okay. Let's just go back to some of the recent reboots. RoboCop, the original RoboCop was freaking awesome. Even with the rudimentary claymation and animation, the they, cast was great, the acting was great, the script was great. Animate, they did a lot of practical effects. In right, they, yes, and they did but, a lot of look, practical there's effects. There's a statute of limitation on effects, okay, yes. that, that runs for a certain period of time. And and the because at, at the end of the day, movies are about suspending your disbelief and and in being in being immersed in a in a story. Yes, and when right. the and when the movie. There's a point where the you know people haven't seen things. When those movies you're referencing, those older movies, when they were made, no people were just it, it, you know immersed in that they had they weren't looking at a book for once. There was amazed they were amazed that there was something moving in front of them on a screen. Yeah. So the effects back then didn't need to be that great because it was just the fact that it was there. But and then it was the fact that it was there and it was in color. But by you know I would say things starting in you know the, the statute of limitations probably. On the seventies, we won't even. If you watch the original Star Wars today, a lot of people wouldn't. You know, a lot of people would, hate it. Would be kind of <laughs> weak. 
Well, no, yeah. they would do is you go, okay, well, it's kind of neat, but you wouldn't get it stoked. Okay, you so would, would, would you, would you rather watch... The remastered 90s version where they right. added all the effects back in because they could. And that's really what survived through as the original trilogy to this day. Not necessarily because there is something called... Um, there, there's the uh, original remaster. They took from the original laser discs. It's the unspe- It's called the unspecialized edition. And you have and a copy of that, it, don't you? Who, yes, I do actually. But why? Because you're a d bag. <laughs> <laughs> what? What do you have against the one? The, the one they where they added because the stuff. They added. First of all, when you if you actually look at it, you can actually tell that it's a computer animated. It's poorly drawn. It's, the animation is actually poorly done and rudimentary. Uh, You're such a movie snob. Yeah. I swear, and God, it's so weird. Especially, specifically, if if we're going to talk Star Trek for a second, Star Wars. S- Star Wars. Thank you. Keep your shit right. Yeah. <laughs> Star Trek's for nerds. Star Wars is for men. If we're going to talk Star Wars, the the en- the Not drive true. into Mos Eisley from the clifftop when they get to Mos Eisley and the drive down the speeder. Entrance into Mos Eisley. That scene was awful. In the new version? In the new version. It was just awful. The only things that I actually liked that they did uh, in the special editions was they cleaned up some of the the camera work. Like in... They had so many scenes that were em- better. I don't know. In, 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 in Empire, Stri- in Empire Strikes Back, they, like they cleaned up... This, they cleaned up the speeder... They cleaned up the... Um, the speeder sequences. Again, this is off topic. This is okay. Okay, so here, here's where we sit right now. Here's where we sit right now. Reboots. We'll go with, again as we do every week when I have to rein you motherfuckers back in. Reboots. I'm the one who's raining the fucking. Speed. They got to rein this motherfucker back yeah, in. They got to rein me. I, 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 I'm gonna wind up getting on a soap. There we go. That's the end of that. God damn it, he stutters a lot. Run train on. <laughs> what the fuck are you doing? All right, so reboots going right. around the room one time around the room, starting with with Dave. No, no reboots. B- Joey, the original is better. <laughs> I think you have to do it on a case by case basis. Case by case, basis. but but you really need to think it through. Am I am I doing this just because I don't have something else to do, or is there a legitimate thing? Here? There's movies that like weren't even if it's not twenty years old yet. Don't reboot it unless it was a it was something that had potential and failed. Okay. But even then, a lot of those like what's it called Universal Soldier? There's like nine versions yeah. of it. There's there like nine Universal Soldier and movies. They they're all, all are bombs. Yeah. None of them were good. And, they're all shitty movies. And they're all straight to DVD. They're all straight. Now to they're direct to DVDs. Direct right. to DVD or direct to streaming. A lot of them. You know the thing is, and but you see like the, like why the hell would you reboot Point, Point Break? Like there's that movie's complete. There's no special effects that you know that and, take and away. And from it's the a movie. classic. And the it's, original is probably better. The original's way better because you have Patrick Swayze instead of those douchebags that they put in this one. So I mean that one had no shot. There was no no chance that was going to top the original. If you can't, if you need, if you're rebooting something, you need to either now some uh, some of the reboots like the Mad Max movie worked. Even the reboot it wasn't my favorite. That one, was actually but I know was, a sequel. Everyone really liked, and it was but a sequel. But see, reboot doesn't necessarily mean that you're starting franchise over. over again. Okay, it, there's also the reboot where you just bring back a and do a sequel for something that hasn't that's been around for a while. Like okay, all right, Star so Trek, the Star Trek all right, reboot. So, Star Trek reboot. So here's here's where we are. Here's where we are. Blue. Star Trek reboots have one. Yeah, the Star Trek reboots have been fantastic. They but they also been. but they also have been they also have been a sequel in a sense because. They came up with an alternate plot line based on the idea of 
of the whole time rift. Right, thing. the whole time rift thing. But but in essence, these are still they're still great movies because they haven't done an original cast Star Trek movie in thirty years. No, they haven't. Well, why would you? We didn't. We would need and, to. And Those people are fucking dead now. Well, yeah, most Blue, of them are dead. Blue. One sentence answer. Yeah. Reboots. Essential, non-essential, unnecessary, necessary. Actually, I'm gonna have to agree with Joey. I think it's gonna have to be on a case by case basis. All right. So, what about you, DJ Marcus? DJ Marcus believes that rebooting movies from my childhood is stupid. Rebooting movies from a classic era known as the black and white, when black people were basically servants in every other every other scene, those all need to be remade. Remade into the 2000s. Because you know what we need to do now? Instead of us tap dancing, and shuffling, and being all happy all the fucking time, you saying yes sir, yes sir ma'am, no ma'am, we can't ma'am, can't believe it ma'am. You want to reboot Guess Who's Coming to Dinner? No, they already did that with Ashton Kutcher. That was a stupid. <laughs> that, was that was a stupid reboot too. That was the. I I just have one question. Okay. Why the hell are they rebooting the Rocketeer? Um, that actually, was a that is a classic movie of my personally of my childhood. It's actually a sequel. That's actually a sequel project. Um, oh, is it? It's going to be a sequel. Yeah, we didn't even get to some. Here's a, here's the reason we're talking about this this week. Uh, we had the Ghostbusters recently came out. They said that it will eventually it's tar- it's projected to put up a loss. It's already made more than the budget, but for what they expected, it's lost money for for what it was supposed to be. The thing was though, they kind of put themselves at odds because they went to an insane budget of 144 million to make the thing, which is crazy considering the original film I think was like a quarter of that. Yeah. yeah. So when you put that much, you know, into the budget, and even with the inflation, that's still high. Um, mm-hmm. So they would have had to. There's they would have had to kill it and just completely dominate in in the box office to even break even on it. And so right. it was a losing project from the get go. And that just speaks to Sony's ineptitude because they suck. They've been put together shit for years. <laughs> they finally put a good movie together, and we're not going to get a sequel because. They can't make it profitable, which is asinine. It's also because the internet is the I, internet is just full of a bunch of assholes. Well, it really. also hasn't performed well in other countries. Ghostbusters was not a franchise that a lot of people. There's a, it's more of a cult. Cult. Asians following. don't like Ghostbusters. Yeah, they, they did not we, play. A we expect at all. we expect money to be made from the Asian markets and yeah. from the European markets. When Asians, when Chinese people say no, we're not going to play that because they don't like spirits. Guess what? We don't make any money in Asia. Yeah, yeah. So and that's that's where we lose there. It 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 it's, had it was a good movie, but it's not going to get a sequel because Sony sucks. That's really the message there. Um, but you got the Crow being rebooted. I don't know why they're doing that. I, I um, the only reason I'm interested in it is see what they do with Jason Momoa. I mean, e- I, even, the thing is, it was. I'll I'll give it to you because it was, it's sort a of a cult. cult it's, it's a cult, a cult movie. Kind of, yeah. It's got a cult fault. The original has a cult following with Brent because mainly because of what happened with Brandon Lee. Yeah. Um, and I I think it's I I just think All right, why remake something that's so good? It, I've seen it. It's a really good movie. I understand that, but you're, you're but, going down a rabbit hole. But still, well, horrible. I don't under, I don't understand why they're doing it. Okay. I, I mean, yeah. I mean, I think I think it's the, it's the easy one. No, that that seems to be some of the model they're aiming for. Was a lot of these probably were prompted for. A lot of these movies, Rocketeer included, these were not movies that did well at the box office. 
Rocketeer largely failed because the movies that came out the same weekend as it. They had, had like four, three major block classic movies come out the same weekend that they had no shot at competing with. Yeah. But um, but the Rocketeer, you know, people who saw it when they were kids all loved it. Yeah. It was a very what well, it's one of my movies. favorite movies of all time. And um and because it has that you know that back where they said hey maybe it needs another shot with you know with the right you know support. And what they're doing with this is they're making it as a sequel. It's supposed to take place about six years after the original. And the um, the lead is going to be uh, black and female, which is going to be interesting because the movie took place, I think, in what? It was in the 1930s. It was the 1930s, 1940s. So, they were fighting Nazis. So that's an interesting time to make the lead. Uh, a lead, black female. A black female lead. So. Uh, I want to see what they do with it. Uh, I'm, 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 ex- I'm glad that that a new other generation is going to get a chance to, you know, it, that's one of the things. It's like okay, it's the same thing. And this is the thing. at the bottom of the end of the day, a rebooting movies is a lot similar to when you get a song and it gets sampled and it brings back. Like, you know, you might it might be like okay, well, I, I'd rather you listen to the original song because I love the original song, but at the same time. I'm just glad that it's in the public. People actually are aware that it exists. Yeah, I can see that. I can see. I can see that want for people to know that something from your childhood was really there. Because yeah, especially I mean, trying to show my daughter some shit that I would have seen when I was little. It does stir the conversation. I mean, how many yeah. people do you think someone said, "Oh, you want to go see this Point Break movie?" It's like, no, that one's a piece of shit. Let's go watch the original. Like, what do you mean the original? How many people do you think saw yeah. the original as a result of that? I can see that. Happening. Yeah. I mean, it's sort of like same thing with like Total Recall. Speaking, like, speaking of rebooting, Donald Trump has decided. Donald Cohagen. <laughs> Donald Trump has decided to reboot his old-fashioned bit of BS by uh, saying some borderline treasonous shit about the potential future president of the United States of America, uh, Miss Hillary Clinton. Now, for our for our fans on and on the internet that did not hear what Donald Trump said, we're going to play it for you right about now. If she gets to pick her judges, nothing you can do, folks. Although the Second Amendment people, maybe there is, I don't know, but but I'll tell you what. That is exactly what he said. <laughs> you can hear the audience. There are a few people who are drunk and just said, yeah, because they're saying yeah to everything. The rest of them were kind of like, um, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. It's like, wait, what are you, what are you talking about? Because it seems as if he's, he's saying to the national public and all those Second Amendment fighting folk, hey, you know what? Shoot her. That way she can't take your guns away. Well, some people think that they are coming for your guns. Who thinks they're coming for you? That's go? not the. Does, does anyone in this room believe that that Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, their Democratic Party are all are in any way, shape, or form coming for? With of course not. They're clearly coming for our video games. <laughs> <laughs> as, as, as a former Democratic Party uh, employee, I can confirm that. Is Thank coming you. for your video games? We I are told coming, you. I know we the are real coming issues. for your video games. Vote for me in 2020. I know what the fuck is up. We are coming for your video games. I know the real war being fought. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It, again, it, but, again, but truthfully, guys. 
That is a recipe for disaster. You realize that. You oh, I You take Call of Duty away. You take Call of Duty away from every 12-year-old. <laughs> and then try to take those guns away. Yeah. You're going to have, you're, you're taking going away to... all the toys for the crazy people, and they're going to throw a temper tantrum, and it's not going to be pretty. <laughs> the temper tantrum is going to wind up getting somebody shot. People going to die. <laughs> yeah. Well, if Donald Trump has his way, you know who else is going to die. The president that's not him of the United States of America. That's not what... Look, here's what's happening here. These two have been in cahoots since day one. Okay. <laughs> been working. Donald Trump has been basically fucking up the entire review of the Republican Party to ensure that they had no chance of winning this election. There you go. And Just to help her noticed, win. Yes, and that's why uh, he's done some crazy shit, but if you've noticed, the, since the election... Since the convention. Since the c- convention. Since he... Uh, Got locked in, nominated. Okay, here's your running mate. You are good to go. Go get the presidency. He has gone ham every single day. There's been a new piece of news. Yes, and it's like every day they wake up like, oh man, you're you're still too high in the polls, Trump. Um, we need you to say something else. Uh, what if I uh, insinuate that they should just whack her if she gets in office? That's great. Run with that. Oh uh, <laughs> man, that didn't work. She's only down two. You're only down two more points. Uh, I know. Um, Let's call Hillary and Obama the co-founders of ISIS. Like that's that seems like a good thing. Oh, I mean, man, the thing is, he's that been only going lost ham. you another three points. Um, we need you to release the news that you fucked your daughter in 1996. You <laughs> <laughs> come out with that. That's. I mean, be, the thing is, he's been going ham. I'm not ever since he came happen. out. Give it time. I mean, he's he's been going ham ever since he started this campaign, and people have been eating it up. Well, the media. Is part oh, of well, that. yeah, the media. He's been. <laughs> I know you just admitted to incest, but you're only down another five points. Can you take a picture of yourself, uh, selfie with fucking a pig on television? <laughs> Wait, David. David Cameron already did. David Cameron already did that. But again, <laughs> what? <laughs> well, no, no, just, no, just no, let it no, go. Not gonna, I'm not Keep gonna going. Please, Jesus, take the wheel. <laughs> but He's again, not let Don- Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> Donald Trump. Has done this uh, purely for ratings. Ratings, in my yeah. in my in my opinion, because here's here's the he's he's running this campaign basically the same way he did The Apprentice. If it, if no one's noticed, I have. He's doing everything he did for The Apprentice during this campaign. Call people on their bu- call people bullshit at the beginning of it, and then he just occasionally steps out and says some stupid shit, and everyone goes, "See what Trump did last night." Did you see what Trump did last night on The Apprentice? Oh, my God. His hair was to the left. And then he said, you're fired, and it went to the right with nobody moving it. And it was weird. It was great. And it, 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 it's, so, it's all a fucking clown show to me now. To the point where I, personally, am going to say this on the Dot Comedy Podcast, and it is going no further than this. I am making a declaration here today on the Dot Comedy Podcast. Joey, you listening? Thinking about it. Eh. Dave, you listening? Of course. Blue? Not really. Dick. I'm Marcus Cornelius Jackson. (laughs) Is that what we're going with? That's where we're going with. That's where you're going. DJ Maserati Mark himself. (laughs) There we go. If my name is (laughs) Marcus Zebediah Jackson, (laughs) it's not. Um, but yeah, but anyway, <laughs> my name is not. I am not voting for Hillary Clinton for either candidate 
in this presidential election cycle. I will not, I cannot, I w- I have not had the the innards to vote for these people. Are you going to vote for Mayor Quimby? Are you going to stop turning <laughs> into Jim Rome and pausing it unnecessary I'm, times? <laughs> or so are you going to vote for... Because Rome Jim- is burning right now. So you're going to either vote for Jill Stein or... I'm writing in a vote. I think that <laughs> if Trump were to drop out, phenomenal. <laughs> That's actually <Boom>. not bad. <laughs> I'm going. I'm writing in a vote. My write-in vote this year will be for Martin O'Malley because we're going to make America great again. You go down <laughs> the ocean, one. That's what everyone needs to go to the ballot in Maryland and check the box. I feel like for feel Martin like, O'Malley. I, I, see, I, you, I don't he, think you realize Maryland hates Martin O'Malley. I Mar- love him. Maryland does, but no one else knows how to feel about him. So I feel like he's the least hated candidate. Yes. yes. No one has anything on him. And that's why I thought he was going to win the nomination. You thought he was going to sneak in, did you? I thought he was going to steal it. Cause I thought he was like, and and the thing is, when everyone goes, wait, his state hates him. And, and his like we, we still voted for him, though. Like, yes, we still we voted for him, and his lieutenant governor lost the election to succeed him for the for the governor's race. Were you hoping so, for the so did so Gore lost after Clinton would pretty much no, no, no. <laughs> not but that's different in a presidential no, race. Not. No it's not your assistant it's a government here's the thing blue position in that comedy if the thing. assistant well, actually the Gore won producer, that race. If the associate producer yeah. is fired, the assistant associate producer should be able to take his place. But much like in when we dealt with Gore and when we dealt with Martin O'Malley, <laughs> the backup is worse. Were you hoping so that O'Malley? Fire, if we fire the assi- associate producer of the Dot Comedy Podcast, we will not be well, promoting why the assistant think, producer. Why do you think that Joe Biden didn't run? Everyone knew. Uncle Joe was going home. He Joe, was like, he was going to go home. Going and, home because he's going to go home and fill up. He's going to fill up some uh, some poor unsuspecting Girl Scouts. Like he did every year at the at the White House, where their moms would be on stage, he'd be grabbing butts and, not, and just doing a crazy old uncle shit, because that's what Joe Budden is. He's Uncle Joe. Touched by an uncle. <laughs> oh man! But again, Touched Trump. We're gonna go around the room. We're gonna go around the room. Everyone heard exactly what Trump had to say. We're gonna start with Jason. Jason. Yeah. Was Trump telling voters? to shoot potential president Hillary Clinton. I think so. Blue was Donald J. Trump, presidential candidate for the United States of America, attempting to have one of his supporters, who is a Second Amendment person, shoot potential president of the United States Hillary Not potential Clinton. in that scenario, Wait, yeah. it would be the president. Yes, in, yes. That, in this scenario, it would be the in this president. in this scenario. Yeah, it, this is Dave. No, <laughs> you're taking it out of context. Okay, Joey. <laughs> I'm not going down that rabbit hole with Dave. That's a half hour of my life that I will not get back, and I'm not doing it today. But it'll be fun. <laughs> no, Joey no. was Donald J. Trump telling his Second Amendment supporters, to go out and shoot the President of the United States when she is elected in November, Hillary Rodham Clinton. Of course he was. Of course it was. Look, embrace the anarchy. That's what's <laughs> happening right now. Look, it's going to come down to a situation with, the, with this. 
if, if you notice the way in which he did it is the same way he makes all of his other ridiculous statements. He puts it in the in the maybe context. He's yeah. like, I don't know. Don't blame me. I just heard this somewhere. Like, oh, oh, I just read it somewhere that I heard this. Like, no one wrote that. You made it up. <laughs> well, in my humble opinion, this is DJ Marcus, Maserati Marcus. Say, I, I, I heard someone wrote that you'd have to shoot her to keep your guns. Like, I'm in my humble opinion, as DJ Maserati Mark himself, I believe with my whole heart that Donald Trump wants you to kill President Clinton when she takes office. And I'm here to stand on a stack of Bibles and tell you all the truth because I am running for president in the year 2020 against Joey LaFaro. Joseph Fat Tony LaFaro. Because that'll be exactly what my posters say. We're running against each other. Don't vote for Fat Tony. Vote for Maserati. Are we just going to run and fuck up both parties? Of course. Uh, We're fucking the whole system up. But we'll be back with more fun and more things going on in the world. We're going to get to the and call each other our running mate. Yes. Fuck up the whole thing. Fuck the whole thing up. No vice president. We're (laughs) co-president. We'll be back with more fun on the Dot Comedy Podcast. And welcome back to the Dot Comedy Podcast. This segment of Dot Comedy Podcast is brought to you by www.comedy.us. That's right. That's www.dotcomedy.us. Where you can hear the Dot Comedy Podcast each and every week at Monday on Mondays. So stop by, see us all on the www.comedy.us. We are back, folks, on the Dad Comedy Podcast. I am DJ Maserati Mark. I'm talking about Joey LaFaro. Strong selections fucked up, given the next topic. <laughs> the next two topics kind of uh, don't, don't gel well with this this particular song. Uh, uh, assistant Associate Producer Blue. Yo. And our special guest this week, uh, Chef David Carlicio. Vote Trump. This is stupid. I hate you when you do that shit. You say burp Trump? Vote <laughs> Trump. Vote Trump. Why? Oh, Why man. Not? Oh, man. Because they're coming for your guns. Pays, pays an anarchist. <laughs> so, moving into things going on in the world. Speaking of Trump, since Dave eloquently segued into the next topic that we were going to discuss this week, you uh, see what before, I did there? before we get out of here for the week, again, we had a blast from Mr. Freddie Ramirez, uh, things going on in the world to him. He is, he is amazing. If you get a chance, come out and see Freddie Ramirez at any local open mics as well as see the Dot Comedy team at many open mic shows, any shows going on in the, world, in the neighborhood. Come on by www.comedy.us and you'll see what's going on in, with Dot Comedy all over the DMV. Uh, and every second and fourth Sunday, you or sorry, second and fourth Monday, you will see DJ Maserati Mark on the ones and twos with Mr. Alex Starr at Fire Station One. <coughs> Jesus, blue. 
Um, Donald Trump. I know we talked a lot about his uh, rhetoric last last uh, segment, uh, but some other shit happened with Donald Trump this week, which kind of threw me off. Um, a kid tried to climb his building, Trump Tower. Now, Trump Tower is not named Trump Tower because he, he because Donald Trump with his small hands wraps it around a tiny one-story apartment no. building and says, hey, it's huge. <laughs> no, Trump Tower is a large, massive New York structure which sits in the New York skyline, and he, a young man attempted to climb it using suction cups. Uh, Joey, where was the young man from? Did you read that art, that news article where he was from? Nope. Uh, Blue, did you see where the, the young man was from? I did not. Dave? I did. Did you see where he was from? Where was he from, Dave? He's from uh, Great Falls, Virginia, just right down the street. He's from Great Falls, Virginia. Now, the, the thing that makes this hilarious is... Whenever I think of Virginia and crazy, I think of Culpepper. <laughs> I think everyone who's ever been crazy has come out of Culpepper, Virginia. Mental, I don't know why. Mental health professionals are monitoring him <laughs> while he's under arrest on at least one felony charge. <laughs> What's a felony? Climbing a building? Uh, I'm not sure. No, I, I think it's it's probably because you're interfering with a uh, presidential election and it's no. where he oh, lives. Oh, he's from Great Falls. It's where it's where Donald Trump lives. Climbing and it's the buildings is illegal, and then all the traffic jams that he caused. I think you know might, what else is you know what else I found out no, is illegal. I think he might actually be from Great Falls, like in the falls. There might be a cave. If you control, <laughs> if you under the, you the American control. Legion bridge, you might be. You know what else I found out is illegal. Swinging from the, from, from a very reliable source for years now. We didn't know it. A very reliable source told me one thing that's illegal: it's playing video games in the middle of a podcast as you're recording. In a basement in Beltsville. There's a fat man to my right. Would that be intern blue? <laughs> Guess who just got a demotion? Because <laughs> he's not looking. He, I thought he was looking up on his phone where the kid was from, an article about the kid, something, what? something to help with the fucking show. He's, no, playing, he's playing video games he's while playing, we're discussing this situation. He's playing Pokemon Go. Yeah. He's trying to get this, this kid could have took it to the body or the head and hit the <laughs> ground. And we would have all been like, God damn, he shouldn't have climbed that building. But it, he was snatched up by the cops. The cops grabbed him on the, I think it was on the 20, yeah, 20th was a, floor. Just north of the 20th. So he, was on, he was near the 20th floor. I think it was the 21st floor. And they snatched him through a window. Like, <laughs> You know Trump paid him to do it. Of course. So he changed his name. His original name was, uh, he was born Michael Joseph Ryan. And about two years ago, he changed his name to Stephen Rogata. Nicknamed Steve. Steve Regatta. Steve Regatta. Steve got a problem because this motherfucker is about to do time. Oh, he, yeah. Because he broke into a presidential nominee's home, in essence. But it, he put a video out. And, and I, campaign headquarters. And I saw a uh, a snippet of the video where he stated, um, <laughs> where he, what? There's a quote here. Uh, apparently, he's a Trump supporter. Uh, yes, because Trump paid him to do it. Yeah, this is great. I uh, wouldn't have been surprised. This is a quote. That I'm, well, this might be not the best source, but uh, what's the source? Article. I don't know. Um, Trump dot com. But uh, it says, "Hello, Mr. Trump. Please excuse my manner of appearance." Robotic row got to begin looking away from the camera lens. I'm an independent researcher seeking a private audience with you to discuss an important matter," said the Trump supporter who worked on local Northern Virginia Republican campaigns in the past. So he climbed the building. He climbed the building to have a private audience. Trump, 
who probably wasn't there. No, they said he wasn't. Yeah, he said they, he wasn't there. They said so, he wasn't even in New York. So His daughter was there. He thinks that Trump's at the top of Trump Tower, and if he climbs to the top... You'll just invite him out in? Yeah, he's like, come in off that balcony. <laughs> you look cold. Trump, Trump doesn't even like babies at his, at his rallies. Think he's going to let some dude that climbed his building come inside of his house. No, he'll shoot him. They would have had to see uh, the, uh, the uh, special, special, what the Secret fuck? Service. Secret Service. Those guys. He's in crimi- he charged he, with criminal trespass and reckless endangerment. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. Yeah. But again, he's a, in jail. he's a fucking idiot. Because at the end of the day, I would have stayed my happy ass on the ground and kept uh, ringing the doorbell saying Trump let me in before I climb up the side of the fucking building and try to get in. He tried to be Spider-Man. I mean, what, are we, what are we really discussing here? We found out that another Trump, that a Trump supporter is crazy. Is anyone surprised? Anyone? No, not, one not at all. And then they put the airbag at the bottom to catch him if he fell. We should actually all be <laughs> ashamed of ourselves for not expecting this in somehow, some shape, some way. I didn't expect this. I didn't expect that he was a Trump supporter. What I expected was for him to, for a Trump supporter to um, crazy and shoot a black, black Lives Matter protester. And then throw their body at the feet of Trump. But as Trump as tribute, move. as tribute to Trump, has Trump like said anything about Black Lives Matter? Yeah, directly. I don't think he has. See, that's that's the thing. I, wait for it. Like, is it, oh yeah, that's that's, we, that, that's coming up. That's you know why. that's coming up. You know, you know that's coming. You, he's, oh, yeah. he's got to. That's how he loses the election. That's how he loses the election. Because he'll say some shit like, black lives matter, purple lives matter. I'm, I don't know why he sounds like Californian, but purple lives matter. It's going to be like like that bit I had. So what happens black when he wins? lives matter when they vote for me, so vote Trump. Like, it'll be that. It'll be that. What do, you, what do you mean what happens when he wins? Well, then this whole thing to get Hillary and just backfired on him. And he wins? Yeah. Uh, he won't win. Oh no! Th- there's a good possibility he will win if he does win. Blue's going to Canada. Does win. I'm going home. Dave's going back to work. Gotta get Joey's that food going truck back going. to work, and we'll get the food truck up and running in two years. Because we'll be Trump being president know. does not, in any way, shape, or form, uh, affect my daily activities as a when human. The, when the when the economy tanks, and the, the economy, dollar is worth. And how's the, the dollar is worth tank? it. How's the economy going to tank? The stock market's going to tank. Well, Jason, have you booked How? your ticket to Canada yet? Then we turn the food truck into a battle wagon and the, we the, rage. I'm, I'm trying to say something. The The stock market's just going to plummet. It's going to crash. You asked what we were going to do. Why? It's told you. done that before, because, Jason. Yes, it has done that before. Because... And we're still here. <laughs> go hide in Canada. We'll be riding the, around in the food truck, chopping people's heads. God damn it. The, if I could answer uh, DJ wig. Maserati Mark's question... Wake the fries. I'm answering your question. No. I didn't ask a question, you dumbass. Yes, you did. Did he not? He did. Thank you. What I was trying to say was that when the stock market crashes because investors pull all of their money out of the stock market because they they just sell everything because everyone no, no longer has faith in the U.S. economy, that's when the stock market crashes. All right, your explanation, your explanation was works. really dumb. Well, you'll be on um, in Ontario, so it won't matter. Because all Trump's going to do is deregulate it, which means the companies are going to benefit from it. Yep. Well, actually, no. He's going to wind up deregulating the banks. Yes. Which means the banks benefit. That means the banks continue to do their crooked shit, which means life continues as it sits right fucking Just now. have another 2007. 
the more it changes. No, you'll wind up having a 1938 or 1929. Same difference. Same difference. We okay, so you'll wind up in a, you'll wind up in a soup line and, and a bread line. No, and the dollar's going to be worth nothing. Food truck. We will have a food truck. We will not be on the bread line because we'll be ha- we'll be the host of the bread line. You always need food. <laughs> you always going to need food, Blue. Nothing but wings. Look wings. for it coming soon. Wings and carbs coming from coming soon. The neighbor here in wings, India, downtown DC, and machetes because you coming for us, be coming for you. <laughs> oh man! And the last thing going on this week. Go be a bitch in Canada. <laughs> you know what? Just change the name of the Dot Comedy Podcast this week. Go be a bitch in Canada. <laughs> so, some sad news. Um, I hate ending on a note like this because uh, it was it was it was very very a heartwarming story. Um, there was a young boy um, on a water slide in a Kansas park, and he was killed. Because he did not weigh enough to hold down the the uh, the well, flotation device. We don't know why? Well, no, we don't know why yet. We don't. We don't know. We don't know exactly why, how he died, or why he died, or for what reason. But he was uh, from from the reports, he was decapitated from riding the slide. We do know that he wasn't old enough to be on the ride. He wasn't old enough to be on the ride. This is very true. But again, young man, do I, they do it, it by age? Because most places will do it by height. It's do it by. It's usually done by height or this one was or done by height or uh, sorry age. But here's here's the thing about this situation. The reason I had asked you guys to uh, talk about this kind of, this uh, situation is because I um I have an a, 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 a unnatural fear of a few things in life. Um, one of them being heights. being heights. Yes, and, very and, true. And dying at the amusement park and dying in an amusement park. So and water slides and water slides. Everything Ball. that I hate. At one place. In all life happened to this poor little boy. Is this because of that dream you had the other night? No. Oh, no, this is because of what happened to him and Dave no, at no, King's no. Dominion that one night. No, 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 no. Already the, the we're not that. talking about that. We're not that. talking about that yet. The dream I had the other we'll night was there. that uh, <laughs> that the devil came and talked to me and told me that he runs Uber. And he w- and the reason he ran Uber was because Uber was everywhere. <laughs> I went, that's not a reason. I don't understand this. And he went, you'll understand. And I woke up breathing heavy and trying to, trying to catch myself. As, as <laughs> It was a weird fucking night. And then I thought there was a man outside of my window in all black staring at me. That was Jason. That probably was Jason. But no, it wasn't. Again, again. Furiously. It, the, uh, well, the, this, this situation, shut up. This situation sheds light to me on the potential for a horrible accident like this to happen to me. Now I know that's selfish. Everyone at home is going. I can't believe you're gonna you're gonna make this. And about I think a you. lot of us would be overjoyed when it happens. <sighs> there goes your mic for the week. <laughs> Jason, don't be jealous because you wouldn't fit on the ride. <laughs> <laughs> Neither would DJ Maserati Mark. That's why he stays the size he is, so he doesn't have to film these rides. Because every time he goes to the amusement park, everyone wants to get on a slide it, and get on a roller coaster and fall from the sky. Is it your safety blanket? Here, here's a question for you. Here's a question for you, Dave. Here's Dave, uh, Joey, and Jason. If you're in an airplane and it falls from the sky, how comfortable are fucking you? I'm going to enjoy the ride because yeah. fuck it. Because fuck it. Smoke them if you got them. See, that's a horrible thought. Dave, you have not answered. How do you feel if a plane is falling from the sky and you're on it? I'll start singing Billy really? Joel and we all <laughs> go down together. <laughs> Jesus Christ, this is the reason I need new friends, too. But, again, 
this situation it was a sad situation I, and and I don't I don't I, there there is no light to be there is no likeness of this situation it was a sad situation I feel bad for this kid the, his father is a senator in the state of Kansas and again I feel sorry for the for the poor loss of this kid but uh, to me this situation signifies exactly what I've been telling people for years that this shit can happen everyone goes no it's just as safe as anything but then rides get stuck upside down and then you're stuck upside down, and you know how the fuck you can get down. It's called and, the fire department. Yeah, the fire department pulls you down one at a time. I've seen the movie Final Destination 5. That roller coaster was wood, and everybody died. That's the movie, Marcus. It's a movie. That's not movies. real. Those are horrible movies. Based on a true story. If you want to talk about accuracy, Weird Al wrote a song about exactly <laughs> amusement park decapitation. <laughs> he did. I think so. What song was fucking this? Uh, it was it was it, it was part of the song "Constipated," which is a the Errol Avril Lavigne parody. No, oh, wow. Where the, the second half of it? Was He's on tour, coming to DC. The second half of the song was him getting decapitated and how he had to live decapitated. Wow. Yeah. So horrible accident brought brought it, it it brought me some truth in my life. So from this day forth, again. This is a declaration to all whom hear uh, the Die Comedy Podcast. You know DJ Maserati Mark. Um, know him in his true form uh, when he's not DJing, when he's not his street persona. Uh, you all know that I, DJ Maserati Mark, will not ever, ever stop pausing unnecessarily. For the entirety of the rest of his life, get on an airplane. Get on a roller coaster, water tunnel, Are you slide, or any other form of non-land-based activity for ever. Just because you, you got a close personal are you with Dave's backside in a water tube. No. Are you, are you traumatized by that time of King's Dominion? Yes, I that That well, fucking... We went down a tube, and the tube was gone when we got to the bottom. We died. <laughs> in less than an inch of water. Yes. We could have died, and if someone had come down that tube behind us, we could have died. But that's a story for another day on the Die Comedy Podcast. I was that's scared. Why, that's why they, they need to make sure that they hire decent employees. It's actually a good thing that you interview every person you meet at the freaking park because <laughs> you gauge how, how smart they are. I do a second interview for everyone. If you ever go to King's Dominion with DJ Maserati Mark, he will know everyone. Uh, there. I will know most of the staff because I talk to them. I make sure that they're having a good day because if they're not having a good day, I'm not having a good day. Let this guy let this kid go on a, on one of these rafts at under the minimum weight requirement. Because I would have asked a question if I was standing in that line and I'd seen one of the guards, I would have said, hey, can that kid get on? Because if you're telling me that's as small as you have to be to ride this ride, I'm getting the fuck off this ride right now. Right now, because <laughs> if he, if me and him are on a on a fucking tube together, one of us is dying. Well, they, I, I did. And I'm, <laughs> and I'm I not saying that something. in a way that uh that could be misconstrued as uh me being insensitive to this situation. But at the end of the day, one of us isn't supposed to be here. I did read something that said that. The minimum weight for this ride that he was on was 400 pounds. Yes. Yes, and they were clocked in at 392. Yeah. Yeah. So you needed a 400 pound per. You needed 400 pounds of meat 
on that fucking ride to keep that float down. Yeah. And that's, again, negligence. It's all the park's fault. I don't give a fuck how you cut it. It's the park's fault. If that kid that kid had been told, hey, you, you need to go get yourself a fat guy from the snack bar to come on this ride with you in order for you to ride it safely, he would have went and got his dad or went and got one of his friends. It might have been, been, like, if it's the way, I, the way, if, the way I'm, like, yeah. imagining it, if it's, like, those... Those four seater inner tubes? No, it was uh, like a log ride. Oh, it was like a log ride. It was ride. like a log ride, yeah. In a row. Oh. It's four people. It's three oh, so seats. It's, it's three seats. So uh, it's like, two, um, it's, what's that thing at yeah. Disney World? Exactly. The flume, yeah, the log flume. Yeah, log, the whatever the hell it is at Disney World. <laughs> yes, I, whatever the hell it is. I can't remember that. Magic, um, was it Magic Mountain? No. Magic Kingdom. Does it matter? You're thinking of the Magic Mike ride, which you know you've been on several times. That's <laughs> no, I have not been on that. When he was dressed up as a Disney princess. <laughs> well, folks, we've come to the end of the Dot Comedy Podcast. I am Maserati Mark. I'm joined by Joey LaFaro, Assistant Associate Producer Blue, David Carlisle, and for the Dot Comedy team, Jesse Rivas, Candace August, and Uncle BJ Butler. We'll see you next time on the that comedy podcast